Wait, what does that translate to from French? Is that French you're using? Uh, I no car, comment dit-on quand in French? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hmm, that's a good question. Welcome to the Photo Weekly Podcast, the greatest and only podcast about the first online darts league. And here are your hosts, Red Rascal and Slappy Pappy. Mesdames, Messieurs, Garçons et Filles, bienvenue à la Photo Weekly Podcast. Venez pour les statistiques et restez pour les tangents. I'm your host, Red Rascal, the Rouge something. I don't know what, but it'd probably be pretty funny. Joined as always by my host of kind of co-host, hostess, hostess, Slappy You're Pappy. Yeah. Slappy. I was really just focusing on the French there. Sorry. It took all your your brain capacity. Um how you doing, pal? Nice to nice to be back with you. Hey, oh yeah, it's absolutely Cocaine Rouge Desolée. Uh we may or may not have our uh this week's podcast guest waiting in the wings to come on and uh is listening in and, and giving me French translations on the fly. So that's helpful. Really it is. That is lovely. If we're uh, should we do the whole thing in French? Should we just like swing no. for the fences? No merci. Oh, okay. Uh, uh Je suis désolé. What did I say? Is that you said? I'm sorry. It was perfect. Okay, perfect. That's what I thought I said, but you know, I don't speak French, so it makes. Well, sense do you need to get uh, Officer A Kim involved? I heard she's fluent. She is fluent. I could get her up here, uh, but nobody wants is, that. Is how's the weather up there? Uh. Are you asking genuinely? Yeah, because I, it's annoyingly like in between here now. It's like oh, warm. Same. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's fluctuating so insanely. Two days ago it was twenty degrees, and today it's sixty. Uh, no, well, it's like it's like eighty here. So it's like I can't turn my AC on yet, but I'm eighty. Like, kind of hot. It's March 80. That's crazy. Uh, I I didn't realize it swung that intensely. Yeah, no, it, it was 60 here all weekend, but the day before it was 60. Yeah, it was 17 degrees. Uh, so, yeah, it is annoying. Uh, there was also like a a huge. It wasn't a hurricane, obviously, but it was there was a massive rainstorm here earlier tonight. Um. So that was cool, but the lake is thawing, so hopefully in a month's time I'll be able to jump back in and get my swim on again. I can't wait to have you come up and hang here, finally. Oh man, uh, that's going to happen right after you come to Annapolis for St. Patty's Day. Oh, so it's never going to happen? Mm. I mean, I, I, actually mean? Probably, I actually probably will come to the lake. Yeah, yeah, that's my thought. Although I feel like I need to come one of the, I can jump into the lake. When it's like still kind of cold to do the polar bear plunge. Well, you better get up here because it's going to change fast. The ice is thawing, and uh, it and it it does it rises quick. It's like one day it's forty degrees in there, and a week later it's sixty five, and that is not a polar bear plunge. No, you're not. You're right. I did a polar bear plunge at New Year's at the Outer Banks once, and it was like twenty degrees, and that was cold. Yeah, Sasha and I did that at uh, Rockaway Beach, I think, New Year's 
21? Yeah. It was it was during the pandemic. We drove down to the Rockaways and jumped in the beach first thing. Uh, no, that's not right. It must have been 2020. It was pre-pandemic. I'm lying. Uh, so, anyway, yeah. Polar Bear Plunge. The thing about doing it on a beach, though, is that it's really not that bad, except running out into the water to the point that you can get deep enough yep. that you submerge yourself is the hard part. So the like from the knees down, my shins were numb for an hour. But the rest of me I was like, that was nice. I that's why I do like a plank in the in the shallow area and then like hop right up and get out. <laughs> I need video. I you really I, need I, I honestly think this. there is video and like the funny thing is, like Laura, like got mad that I did that and said it didn't count. So she sent me back in. So I actually did two polar bear plunges, <laughs> and then I was very angry with her. <laughs> I mean, sh- I don't disagree with her, but I do just. Love I mean, I was completely submerged. Okay, I mean, if you were completely submerged, then then I do say that counts. Actually, I do disagree with her, but it's just everybody else went like fifteen yards past me. Yeah, they ran in. And I had numb shins for the rest of the day. Numb shins sound like like an insult. You fucking numb shins. <laughs> numb anything kind of sounds like an insult. Well, like uh, numb you, nuts? Yeah, you numb skull. Yeah. What is the uh, etymology of numb nuts, do you think? Man. On it. That, oh, God bless you, DJ. Remember when we didn't have this? When we would just uh, have to. Hey Jamie, look that up. When we <laughs> just have to think about it, and uh, and like it's not like we're not sitting in front of our computers that we couldn't just Google it ourselves, but we would never. Well, that always leads to like dead airtime, right? Like we'd be like, oh, let me look that up, and then right. like, yeah, uh... just hang on a second, and then you click, 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 click. Uh, yeah. Don't need that. We don't need that. Anyway, I already got an answer. Hey, the internet's amazing. I already got an answer for you. Fantastic. What's uh, the deal? Green's Dictionary of Slang traces the use of numbnet, numbnuts to the meaning idiot when used as a term to address. Back in 1969 was the first recorded or the first way. Nice. The first time they found it. Yeah, very nice. Uh, the term is a natural evolution from the term numhead, which has been used since the 18th century. So just somebody was like, let's <clears throat> let's change the body part. Numb nuts. It's not anything about like infertility. You get your nuts kicked in a lot. <laughs> uh, Rascal, you watching anything new? You been up to anything new? Uh no, man, not watching anything new. Just playing a lot of video games when I can and praying that my son stays asleep at night. How's that been going? Not great. Uh, no. Now it's gotten to the point where I can feel like I can put him back to sleep pretty easily. So that's kind of like taking the stress off, like the anticipatory anxiety. But it still sucks when like he wakes up every three or four hours. Oh, yeah. Especially when you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself to like sleep train him. You're like, he should be sleeping better. And right, right. And like you go through these like programs, they teach you how to do stuff. And you're like, but every kid's different. And then they try to tell you how to fit your kid into a box. And you're like, I don't know. I mean, he's happy during the day. He has like the best life. He just lasts all day long. Like, that's got to count for something, right? Yeah, it absolutely does. The kid's happy. Come on. 
Don't beat yourself L- lately, up. Lately, so it's like anytime it's time to go to bed, he's like uh, screaming bloody murder. Like, I don't want to do this. I was like, oh, dude, yeah, you, you yeah. got to fucking take a nap, bro. That's normal, though. Kids like are excited to be a part of shit. They don't want to miss out. Kids are born with FOMO. Yeah, our, our, our house feels like a lot of fun, too. So that's why he's not trying to miss it. But hey, what are you going to do? Yeah, what can you do? You guys have so many, you know, peanut M&Ms in there. He's like, dude, why, why are you cutting me off? Why dude, I gave up not- sweets for Lent, and then we have the entire house is full of, like, hidden boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Dude, I have still six boxes of Girl Scout cookies, and I had people here all weekend. And, you know, it's still, there's still snow covering the ground up here, and I have a fireplace. And so, of course, we did s'mores, and everybody Ooh. brought up, like, donuts from the city. And I had to just sit off the side and be a miserable prick, being like, yeah, yeah, no, enjoy it. Enjoy it. I'm so glad you guys came up. I really did enjoy that they came up. I had a great weekend. It was really nice to have. So happy for you. I don't Thank understand. you so much. Are you, are, you, are you mad that they ate your cookies, or mad that you had to go eat them in private? No, I I'm I also I, I, gave up sweets and fried foods for Lent, so I had to sit there and watch them eat the s'mores in front of me, which is why why I was salty. But I wasn't actually salty. I I was doing a bit, but uh, yeah, it was the first large group of people that I've had up at the house and stay over since the pandemic started, and like I forgot what joy that can bring just to be in a group of 10 people who I love and have them at my house for, you know, uh, did you feel uh, like, did you feel like um, super exhausted at the end and not even from like drinking and partying, but like just like the social interaction? Uh, it was a, a good, yes, but a good exhaustion. Like, uh, you know, that feeling where like, yeah, like I've been planning this for probably a month. I, I sent this group. It was a group of people who I've been in a theater company with for, for many years. A Shakespeare theater company, actually. Um, it, so Is there a we plan were, for the end of the world to come to your house? That was why we had this gathering, was to prepare. Please tell me you brought up that show. Uh, no, I, somehow I didn't. I, it, what? But, uh, because I was honestly having too good of a time. Uh, it was it was a really really nice... sorry rascal is having too good of a time to think about that thing that means a lot to you. <laughs> um, I did finish season one. Uh, if that makes you uh, happy, what did you think? Uh, it's fucking great. Um, how good was the acting at the end? You know what I'm realizing like in right now. Hamlet. Wait wait wait. You... Oh, in Hamlet, fantastic. Yeah, like great. the actual actors. I played Claudius. Uh, once upon a time and um and i have no notes on their hamlet uh but what i'm realizing also as i'm saying this is that um what i did do was watch all of season one of um euphoria which we can get into in a second um between the time that my friends left yesterday evening and this afternoon uh sasha and i both did that so we're pretty proud of ourselves and the thing i oh, did is that not... why you got some because that shows like super horny <laughs> well it was that plus the fact that like we both saw people that weren't each other for the first time in two years uh 
with any consistency. So we were like, oh my God, I forgot I liked you. And so we just <laughs> smashed. Uh, just and then... Um, crushed crotches. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and, but what I didn't do, which I just lied to you about, um, because I was like, I, yeah, I finished an HBO. I did not <laughs> finish the show that I just told you I finished. I'm, I still have an episode or two to go, so I'm sorry. Wait, so, you didn't finish, finish Station Eleven? Yeah. So uh, everything I just said to you is a lie. I don't. I didn't watch the, their <laughs> their Hamlet. I I don't have notes be, on their Hamlet because I I don't know. Goddamn idiot! <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of was was going with it. And, and First I of sure... all, I appreciate your honesty. But second <laughs> of all, I'm going to have to ask you to leave the podcast. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I, I have no notes on that. Uh, I uh, I deserve that. Um, Did yeah. you leave the whole segment? <laughs> <laughs> I... Uh... I I did go several more episodes because what I did was I watched the first like four episodes consistently and then I took a big break and then I watched a, another like one or two and then I took a long break and then I just got back to it and I watched another like episode or two this week and so I felt like oh I'm back I finished it but I I 100% have not have not I'd finished like to it. believe what you're saying but I just I can't I <laughs> Uh, but I, I am still continuing the journey. I haven't abandoned it. I think that's why I was saying I finished it is because in my mind, I was like, oh, I, I'm back at it. I, you know, I, I didn't abandon it. So in my mind, yeah. that was like, oh, I, I accomplished the, the mission, but I, I didn't, I didn't. I get that. I get that. Um, unrelated, we should probably start talking about darts, but, uh, I finished first in photo a this season. Oh, Mazel Tov. Uh, what? Oh, wait. Uh, I just am lying and making this up, but I thought in my head that I had finished first in photo lay this season, so that's why I said oh. I finished first in photo well, lay this season. Well, I was season. super happy for you for a second. Um, I was just confused because the season hasn't ended. I was making fun of you, Slappy. Yeah, but in fantasy. Doing. I was going with the riff. Come on, man. We were doing a bit. Um, Okay. What, uh, there was something I was going to say, but it's gone. Oh, well. Euphoria. Oh, Euphoria. Have you watched it? No. <clears throat> you know, people tell you that it's creepy to watch it because it's about high school kids fucking. And then you watch it, and it's... Be very careful where you go from here. I'm not saying that <laughs> that I'm proud of it. That the fact that I watched it, but like I, I didn't expect it to be so heavily about high school kids fucking. It's it's fucking wild that this show exists, and it is. Here's the thing: artistically, I like the the visuals, the cinematography, the weird cuts and breaks in the storytelling are artistically like genius it's crazy how great the production value is on a show that is about kids who are not 18 
fucking constantly. It's crazy that this show exists. And they show everything. And for the record, there are probably like five sets of boobs that you see and like 2,300 dicks. Anyone who's watched this show can... I was wondering why you like the show so much. It's because there's 2,300 dicks. And I'm, I'm like, Sash, go upstairs. I need to, uh, I need to commune with 2K plus Peni. This may be the first time that I honestly mean this, but can we talk about some darts? <laughs> no, no, let's talk, let's talk more dicks. <laughs> Underage dicks. <laughs> Let's talk more 15-year-old cock. Enough of rascal and slappy blabbing blah 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 blah. Let's talk darts. This is the lead. Starting down in the dregs of Fodely. Well, well, well. If it isn't our old buddy and my old roommate, Beef. Easy. Looking through the match reports and seeing Beef's 4-2 win over Mac Attack made us say, oh, very interesting. Beef was 21% on doubles, which by E-League standards, and believe me, I hate to give this guy compliments, but that was Beef Sex. Beef Sex has a really nice ring to it, by the way. That's not surprising to hear you say, but I'm going to go ahead and disagree. I mean, I don't want to compliment Beef, except for on his... uh... Uh, hot sauce making, which by the, the way is a good color. hot sauce, and he oh. also makes a good beer. But I haven't, I haven't had it yet. I'm gonna have it uh, next week in Annapolis. But you don't know anything about that because you're not coming. No, I'm not coming. And you know what I am doing is playing darts with Beef Easy on St. Patrick's Day at my house. Sounds real dumb. That hurt my feelings. Speaking of dumb, Photo D. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Darty South moving his setup from outdoors to indoors is a major factor in his success this season. We got to witness the glorious suplex he put on the cleaner this week during his cast. Two of the top contenders in D went to battle, and Darty South walked out of the ring with a 5 2 victory. And if his three pending bonus points hold, he'll be tied for first. The real highlight of this match was the post game interview. Don't worry, you'll have time to go rewatch it before we talk about it some more. So go ahead and do that now. We'll give you time. You know, it couldn't have happened to a nicer person, and by that I mean the cleaner. You think the cleaner's the nicest person in the photo? No, that 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 phrase is like sarcastic. Oh, I see what you're like. It couldn't have happened to a nicer person, meaning it could have happened to a nicer person. So. He's the, the least nice person. I don't know if you understand the, the depths of the English language quite Listen, yet. Listen, do you have a pen and piece of paper? Yeah, I do. Okay, write down, could not okay. have happened. Writing. I'll give you time, and it takes you Yeah, no, I'm good, I'm good. Form I'm out good, the I letters. I got, I got it, I got it, I got it. Do you want me to spell it? C-O-U. It's a C? Yeah. All right, I, hold on. I got to scratch something out. And then it ends with, fuck you, Slappy, you a little bitch. How, uh, what letter is that? How do I mark that it's, down? It's just a symbol. Of, uh, it's a 
picture of a man pulling his taint out. Oh, well, that's an impossibility. I can't even draw that. Anyway, moving on to Photo C. Out of respect for Photo B, we chose to highlight a C match with mid-40 averages. DJ was here, clearly. Mr. Madhouse didn't blow the lid off the stat line in his 8-to-1 drubbing of Outlander, but he did record a 9 mark of 127 out, only to be bested by Rogers' 130 out this week. Gotta be a real kick in the nuts. To have the 127 and then... Well, but it's a different league. He still gets the bonus. Yeah, for sure, but it's still frustrating. I don't know if he's frustrated by that. I, Madhouse With Madhouse's temperament, I'm going to go ahead and say he's not frustrated by that. Bud the Chud showed the fuck out this week. Bud and Repat traded cricket legs to kick things off, and then Bud, Chud took the wheel. <clears throat> it wasn't Jesus. It was Chud that took the wheel and pushed the Nas button and physically kicked Repat out of the passenger door as he kicked off, as he took off. It's hard to read languages. I was in French mode earlier, so now I'm in English. It's hard to read. Yeah, your English is out the window right now. Bud had two 18s at 19 and 21 and 22 and 24 and 32. Don't worry about that little guy, darters. And that was all he needed. Bud checked out at a 26% clip on his way to his 8-1 victory. Wow. I've got Bud this week, uh, but he's out of town for Hokies basketball, and I it could not have come at a better time. Yeah, he is slanging right now. God damn. He's slanging that dangin'. <laughs> Moving on to Fodale. Kriegad. Yeah, we all know about it. Raj dominated Alpine in this one. He posted two three-plus MPR legs, a nine mark, and a 1030 checkout. Two more combo finishes and a match average of 73. Nobody. And I tell you, nobody fucks with the king. How do you say that in French? Le roi. Le roi. Le roi. La ray. Uh, non person. I don't know how to say fucks. But with Leroy, avec Leroy, Leroy. Nobody fucks. But My fucking French is off too. Leroy. The thing is, DJ was trying to do a Lebowski reference here, and he completely went a different wrangle. Where at? Where at? What do you mean? Uh, oh, with thank, the uh. Thank oh, you, okay. Jesus, man! <sighs> nobody fucks with the king. Too many. Too, and I would have said, you said a, it, man. There, there is such a thing as too many Lebowski references. I'm you, just shut your damn mouth. I'm just, you shut your damn mouth. You shut your damn mouth. I'm going to change the element. Sean, you're out of your fucking element. <laughs> yeah. But that one, that. that you're like a, a child word. who walks into the middle of a conversation. <laughs> Smokey, you're entering a world of pain. Uh, I'm changing the fail of the week to your statement just now. All right. Then we don't have to do this one. Speaking of Fail of the Week. Well, that didn't go as planned. This is the Fail of the Week. Dilly dilly! First for not knowing how Order of Merit works. He thinks you get 11 points for finishing 11th in photo late. That's not how this works, man. It's literally the opposite. Second, for forgetting what a portmanteau is. And then literally coming up with zero after he said he could consciously try to come up with them. Third, for getting a clean haircut. Like, does he think photo's a fucking country club now? Bring back the grunge. And lastly, for not hearing this fail of the week because he never listens to the pod. Hey, Dilly Dilly, you suck. And if you do hear this, write an email and tell me you don't suck. But you won't because you do suck. Them boys thick. 
This next segment is guaranteed to be better than any one of the criminal's food takes. This is the leg of the week. We had three 15 darters last week and all tie for leg of the week. The criminal, is he back? We think he's back. We, we want him to be back. Unsure. He went 45, ton 40, ton 21, ton 33, and then took out the 62. Congra went ton 80, screwed Congra. up. Congra. God damn it, rascal. You just love to make my life difficult. I'm keeping all. Congra. <laughs> Congriggity growl went ton 80, ton 27, 41, 87, and took out the dreaded 66. And finally, rolling 20s went ton 40, 41, ton, ton 40, and popped an 80 out. Congratulations, Krim, Congra, and rolling 20s on your three-way tie for Leg of the Week. What's better than doing well? Getting acknowledged for doing well. This is the performance of the week. This week's performance of the week goes out to the Nooch and Train for a stellar hard-fought match. The Nooch set the tone, winning both cricket legs with a combined 3.9 NPR, including Game Week 6 best 4.23. The Nooch set the tone, winning both cricket legs with... I just said that. Sorry, I actually accidentally butt-dialed my therapist in the middle of that reading that, and I was trying... <laughs> To, to text him saying, sorry, butt dial, but uh, anyways, sorry this about that. all stays in. I, I also said, also said, plus 26, uh, exclamation 33, and then Ethan randomly, and then I said, sorry, butt <laughs> dial, but that's what I just texted, and then I dialed my therapist. Sorry, Tom, if you're listening to this in the court after I get arrested for something. I'm dying. Nooch continued his winning ways with a 21 dart <laughs> leg. That must have added a ton of coal to the steam engine because the train woke up and went full speed ahead, winning the next four legs on the spin, ranging from 23 to 27 darts. The Nooch re-entered the picture leg eight, and he took the remaining three legs in 17, 18, and 20 darts to finish off the 6-4 to four victory. Honoré mentioned, however, Darty South and the Cleaner did a completely unscripted WWE-style post-match interview that included a cleaner costume change and proclaiming that Darty's going to get his ass cleaned with bleach from this point on. It's very contextual. You truly need to go watch it for yourself. We got some league-wide stats. We got the best cricket MPR goes to the Nooch for a pretty sexy 4.23. We got the best league-wide 501 PPR goes to Raj. 73.04, we talked about it earlier, over eight legs. And then the best league-wide checkout, also Raj, with the ton 30. God, I'll bet... I'll, I'll, I'll bet... <laughs> My fucking brain is broken. Hey, what do you bet? Oh, God help me. Uh, I'll bet Madhouse is really frustrated by this. But uh, oh, you know, I, I thought that too, but then this really smart guy that I respect told me that it, that he wasn't. Yeah, he's probably not. Uh, King Raj took out the ton 30 with a triple 20, triple 20, double five, which is, that is so hot. I'm wet. I'm wet right now just thinking about that. 
I'm shaking my head, making a gross face right now. A gross I'm face? Laughing. I'm just laughing. No, I'm like, this is gross. What's gross? You saying you're wet. I don't know why. Like, I'm all for, like, weird analogies and grossness, but that one made me uncomfortable. That one? <laughs> that! Of everything we've said on this fucking platform. Well, that and you that. talking about 15-year-old dicks. Look, man, I didn't put them on HBO. All I did was click my Kirk Roku. off to them. And then, <laughs> all I did was come to them a bunch of times. That is a joke. I don't want to go to jail. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, I'm going to jail. <laughs> All right, folks, it's been a pretty dominant season so far in the mailbag, but let's see if anyone is giving Left Hand a run for his money. You know what's about to happen. He's the one. He's the only. He's the rascal. Rocket flights in the sky. Top stops for Josh. I. Don't do math like a rook, go you'll see the crim look. It's Rascal's mailbag. It's Le Coque, Le Coque, Le, Le Rouge mailbag. It's really hard to switch back and forth from French to English in the middle of a song. Hey guys, thanks for writing in this week. Starting up, we have Photo Weekly, titled Photo Weekly. It's written to Photo Weekly. From Richard Hanley, the offer writes Ooh. in, Hey fellas, longtime fan and listener here. Well... Not exactly a long-time fan and listener. It's really just been the last episode or two. So, short-time fan and listener. Actually, I wouldn't really say fan per se. I mean, it's pretty good, but it sure is an armchair expert. Am I right? I mean, man, that Dax Shepard. Anyway, now that I think of it, I wouldn't even really call myself a listener. I basically tuned in when DJ told me that I was mentioned in a segment, and I couldn't overcome the power of my own inflated ego. So I guess in the interest of perfect accuracy, I'd call myself a short-time guy who is aware of this podcast's existence. So, you know, as you can imagine, I'm just so thrilled to be writing in. <laughs> anyway, a few thoughts in the last episode. First of all, I love the addition of DJ Q's as the photo Jamie. Wait, is that true? A seven-tittied lady on the internet? Hey, DJ, pull that shit up. I look forward to the first DJ Google Things segment. I would like to suggest that he Google Google to see if it will indeed break the internet. Whoa. Now on to my main reason for writing in. Survivor Fodal. Dang, almost made it, but I would like to share the transcript of my speech from the final night of Tribal Council. Yes. I have no questions. I have just statements. Kilf, you're a very openly arrogant, pompous human being, but I <laughs> admire your frankness with it. You've worked so hard to get where you're at, and you started working hard way before you came to the island. So with my work ethic background, I give that credit to you. But on the other hand, your inability to admit your failures without going into a whiny speech makes you a bit of loser in life. Alki, the rafting persona queen, you did get stomped on on national TV by a city boy that never swam, let alone been in the woods or jungle or rode a boat in his life. You sucked on that game. Anyways, I was... Can you stop snorting in the background? I'm trying to read here. <laughs> Anyways, I was your friend at the beginning of this, really thinking that you were a true friend. I was willing to be sitting there and put you next to me. At that time, you were sweeter than me. I'm not a very openly nice person. I'm just frank forward and tell you the way it is. To have you sit there next to me and me lose 900000 just to stomp on somebody like this. But as the game went along and two tribes merged, you lied to me, which showed me the true person that you are. You're very two-faced and manipulative to get where you're at anywhere in life. 
That's why you fail all the time. So at that point in the game, I decided then just to go out with my alliance to my family and just to hold my dignity and values in check and hoping that I hadn't lost too many of them and play the game just as long as possible and hang in there as long as possible. But Alki, go back to a couple of times Slappy said to you, what goes around comes around. It's here. You will not get my vote since we're not voting. I think Slappy vote will go to Kilf. And I hope that is the one vote that makes you lose the money and ultimately your life. If it is not, so be it. I'll shake your hand and I'll go on from here to my impending doom. But if I were to ever pass you along in life again and you were lying there dying of thirst, I would not give you a drink of water. I would let the vultures take you and do whatever they want with you with no ill regrets. I plead to the jury tonight, Slappy, to think a little bit about the island that we have been on. This island is pretty much full of only two things, snakes and rats. And in the end, Mother Nature, we have Kilf the snake, who knowingly went after prey, and Alki, who turned into the rat that ran around like rats do on this island, trying to run from the snake. I feel we owe it to the island's spirits to have learned to come on. We have learned to come to know to let it be in the end, the way Mother Lacer intended it to be, for the snake to eat the rat. And also for Dioffer to win the whole thing. But alas, it was not meant to be. Such a survivor, such as Fodal, such as life. Take care, fellows, and may God bless you all, except Alki for the reasons mentioned just moments ago. Sincerely, Dioffer. Wow. Uh, that was a great email, Dioffer. A couple things. First of all, you know, I understand that you're not a longtime listener, but that's only because you weren't a part of the original six of us who started this league. So you probably aren't really that invested into it. Um, you're not going to hear this cause it's Lent right now. So you're on a Amish hiatus, but uh, anyways, just remember that, that time that he quoted a season one, a legendary season one tr- final tribal council quote from Sue, the psycho about the snake the way nature intended the snake to eat the rat that was that's going to be tough to beat this week folks that's going that's a that's a tough one to beat up next an email from philip brown titled what are conspiracies called when they are true (laughs) hello slappy got my eye on you rascal slappy i am writing to you with an important hidden message in this email while rascal reads it please decode and understand help me slappy Juan pappy obi you're my only hope Real is the times when once-proclaimed friends of the pod are shunned. Every foeler must stand against injustice. Doomed are we if we do not right the ship. Instead of turning a blind eye to the scandalous acts, we must act. Suspects of the Salon must be exposed. Arrogance has led Surge and his cronies to think they can flash a couple stars and have their way with Fodal. Surely when Rascal tried to give away a point to an email that was written before the contest was envisioned, there was reason for concern. Underheaded reasoning then tried to strip me of a week two point saying, you can't win two in a row. Painful was week three when I am Groot was a suggested winner. Even after taking a week off, the return masterpiece of John C. Riley versus Farrell email was balked at by Rascal. Courageously, Slappy stepped in on behalf of the people and saved the day once more. Time has come. Jig is up. We see who's sus now. L.H. Hooligan. P.S. If Rascal can't figure it out, free, feel free to share and mock him. Oh, by the way, here's a secret message for you too, GJ. Little help the pod did in my family debate. Don't worry, I appreciate the backing. But when I gathered the family, also sharing the pod link with them, I thought this was finally the end. Your testimony slappy would be the end to the war, or so I thought. Here you are with two degrees in acting, overly qualified for a simple question of who is the more complete actor. 
This is going to be my greatest family achievement, the admission from Mrs. Hooligan that I was right. Sitting down at the dinner table after we'd finished the meal, I pull out the phone and say, listen to this, everyone. Under no circumstances could this backfire. Called for complete silence and for all to listen. They began to dismiss the explanation as they heard where this was going, but I hushed them. Even when they knew they were beat and the silence was done, I get an eye roll and a that's dumb. Instead of a laugh, it's he even <laughs> said his opinion means nothing more than anyone who watches movies. The expertise of Slappy meant nothing. Surely they are just like the mask-wearing idiots that trust stupid scientists. Greatly appreciate the attempt. Over the course of my life, this argument will never be resolved. Obviously, I have a higher level of intelligence than my family. Dopes. Wow. Listen, uh, I, uh, I think it's clear that the author wins, and uh, I think uh, Phil's gotten a little too deep in his, his uh, conspiracy theories. Wow. Uh, I'm going to need you to forward, forward that one to me, rascal, at your earliest <clears throat> convenience. Which one? Phil's, of course. Why? Because there was a message I have to decode. He, he said it right away. Good luck, man. I don't think there's a message in here. Oh, wait, it is. If you take the first, the holy shit. If you take the first letter of every uh, sentence, it says, fuck you, Slappy, you a little bitch. <laughs> Psst. Listeners, Slappy Pappy here, coming to you in secret from the suspect salon. Rascal's little funny that he made was closer to the mark than he ever dared dream. Listen up. There was indeed a message from left-hand hooligan to be decoded within his email. The message starts in the main body of the email. Real is the times when once-proclaimed friends of the pod are shunned. R. Every foeler must stand against injustice. E. Doomed are we if we do not right the ship. D. New paragraph. New sentence. Instead of turning a blind eye to the scandalous acts, we must act. I. Suspects of the salon must be exposed. S. New paragraph. Arrogance has led Serge and his cronies to think they can flash a couple stars and have their way with Fodal. A. New paragraph. Surely when Rascal tried to give away a point to an email that was written before the contest was envisioned, there was reason for concern. S. Underheaded reasoning then tried to strip me of a weak two point. U. Saying, you can't win two in a row. S. Painful was week three when I am Groot was the suggested winner. P. Even after taking a week off, the return masterpiece of John C. Riley versus Farrell email was balked at by Rascal. E. Courageously, Slappy stepped in on behalf of the people and saved the day once more. C. Time has come. Jig is up. We see who's sus now. T. The hidden message, and is anyone surprised? Red is a suspect. Uh, all right, that's it. If you'd like to write into Photo Weekly Podcast, do so. <laughs> Rascal's Mailbag. Swap those. Uh, FODLWeeklyPodcast at gmail.com. That's FODLWeeklyPodcast at gmail.com. I think we got to give it to, to the offer. I do agree. Uh, I, I love, I loved, uh, left hands, but there's no way that, uh, the offer, especially since he was so gracious about getting murdered yeah he wins guys we have a a amazing guest tonight j'ai le plaisir d'acquérir go-kart dans le podcast bonsoir yeah. les amis that was me saying i'm very excited to welcome 
go-kart to the podcast. Uh, go-kart, what's up, man? Um, I don't know what we're doing first names. I feel like everyone knows your first name, but we can call you Go-Care instead of uh, your real first name. I like Go-Care a lot. Yeah, it's... So let's go with that. Yeah, we won't dox you. Welcome to the pod, Go-Care. Thank you, guys. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's truly our pleasure for uh, to have you. That was a good start for me. Um, so let's um, let's let our listeners get to know you a little better as well. So uh, just to kick things off, where uh, where are you currently located, and and where are you from originally? Originally, I was born on South Shore of Montreal in Mont Saint Hilaire, which is a beautiful place. And then I grew up uh, in Montreal in the eastern part of it. Until about four years ago, I was there, and now I live, I'm back on the South Shore with my girlfriend. We have a beautiful small house uh, near uh, Kondiak, like I told some, uh, some of you today, after meeting a guy named Price, another one. And uh, yeah, so I'm from Montreal, grew up in the greater Montreal area. I've been, I've been here all my life, so that's where I'm from. Beautiful. Are you near the Recreo Park on the South Shore? Yeah, that sounds uh, that's that that rings a bell to me, but never been there though. Oh man, we went there in uh, on a trip in in college. We used to to frequent Montreal back when we uh, had a friend who lived in Vermont, and uh, we were very fond of your uh, eighteen drinking age. Oh yeah, that's very popular here. <laughs> Not so fond of the kilometers per hour, though, because I just could not... Even when I would change the car to that, I would feel like I was going too fast or too slow every time on the highway. Yeah, and for me, it's the opposite. When I go to America, I'm like, oh, only a mile away? All right, cool. I'm there. And like <laughs> the mile is taking forever to go by. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not a kilometer. It's a mile. So, yeah, we struggle both. Uh, go care. What do you do for a living, man? Uh, these last few years, I've been working in the construction industry, in um, uh, how do you say it, civil engineering part of construction here, like roads and digging stuff and uh, building some parks and stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. I've been in the mechanics before. I've been a uh, machinist before. I've been... Uh, Selling records too for like in my younger days. That was so fun, but Jesus, I was broke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I used to what's sell cell phones. What's funny never pays much, right? Yeah, exactly. You're talking to an actor here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I knew you would come in on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, I think it was a season or two. It was whatever season was over the summer. You and I were playing our match, and you had been working. And you said you had gotten heat stroke, right? Because it had gotten so... You gave me the degrees in in Celsius, and I looked it up. And it was something like 114 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, Yeah, it was crazy. You're good. I I didn't actually remember that, but now he's talking about it, I remember it. Yeah, well, I didn't remember it until you said... You know, you were talking about the construction, and I was like, "Oh, that's right." I, I was, was that when they prepared. had like, was that when they had like the heat dome? Do you know what I'm talking the about? Heat? Yeah, like the there was. Uh, 
I don't, I don't know how to translate it, but it's like the 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 loop or the high pressure system stayed in the area, and it caused all the hot air to like recycle and just got hotter and hotter. Oh, maybe I don't know. I, I or is mean, it just I'm normally that hot in Montreal? No, it's not. But like once or twice a year in the summer, we have like some three to four days period that is fucking hot and barely like breathable outside and workable at least for me for for the guy who grew up in in the north you know but well that's what i was so unprepared for is like you think you know you go north and it gets to reasonably cooler temperatures and so when i when you said what it was celsius i was thinking you were talking like you know probably 90 degrees no it was like close to 120 which is just wild yeah, it's freaking when you have a, like a boss on a job who was like, yeah, come on, do more, do more. You can do it. Come on. It keeps pushing you. Dude, man, the pressure is building and you just, I just, that, that day, that day, I, I remember I came close to just, just pass out and, and wipe and <laughs> that was yeah. horrible. I think that was the only time I ever, uh, you and I ever had a, uh, a close match. The the only time you didn't beat the shit out of me, except for when you were throwing lefty, um, but yeah, that uh, was good. Yeah, even there, even there, it was a close one. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know what? Like, you have a broken dominant hand. You're suffering from heat stroke. I'll take whatever advantages I can get. Um, yeah, you, you're the opportunist. Uh, that's exactly right. <laughs> An opportunist. <laughs> uh, so, uh, speaking of the darts, uh, how did you get into darts? How long have you been playing? What got you into it? Uh, what's your What's that journey for you? What got me into it is uh, pretty much my buddy's band, punk rock band. So we had this um, this studio where we used to jam and practice and everything. And there was that uh, dartboard there. I never threw a dart before. So my buddies were like, yeah, come on, try it. And I went full stupid, like right foot in front to throw right-handed. Um, the opposite. I was like left foot in front to, to throw right-handed. And they were like, right. no, 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 that, maybe that's not for you. And I was like, just show me. So I started playing a bit with, with these guys, like playing some cricket and... But not so seriously, you know, just at the end of the night when we were like fucking wasted on legal and unlegal stuff. Um, so, yeah, that, that's how it started. And then uh, we didn't have a studio for a couple of years or at least one. And then the pandemic got, got there. And uh, I was looking for things to do and looking online, ended up on youtube channel from from photo and then saw the link for twitch and then wrote you guys and the rest is history <laughs> well you led me into my next question which uh which was how did you find the the photo but uh what about it made you want to play and you know how do you like it so far what's your favorite thing about the photo and is there anything you would change Hmm. I wouldn't change a thing right now, to be honest. And I'm not saying it for licking your ass or something, but man, it's awesome. I like the format. I love the guys. I love the divisions. I love the, the ooms, points, and everything. It's, it's awesome. 
And what made me join, I don't know, I was just, I was just curious and intrigued about how it worked and everything. So I remember Raj was the first one, like, oh, a quick guy. And he answered me and says, like, yeah, you got to email these guys and try to get in. We'll have fun and everything. So, so I did. And, man, I'm, I'm glad I joined because even though I never saw, like, in person either one of you yet, <laughs> I mean, it's like a little family. It's like brothers. So it's awesome. It is. It is. Uh, and I'm glad you said that. Um because you've been a great addition, you've been an active addition, uh, and and you've been a great, you know, member of the family. Um, and speaking of the family, do you have a photo favorite? Uh, and if so, who huh. and why? Oh, you're gonna ask me this, eh? Oh, yeah, we're going. <laughs> we're going there. <laughs> All right, photo favorite, huh? Not you, that's for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, the door was open, eh? Um, photo favorite? I don't know, man. There are so like many characters, like Red Rascal. You are one of them. Like, I was the first time. I was like, "Thank you so guy, much for man. coming it, on. It, it's been really great to have you." <laughs> Hold on, let's let's let him finish. No, but. I was looking at the, the the intro video of the of the cast, and I was like, "Hi, hey, this guy is funny," with the little dance moves and everything. And then I got to talk a lot with Raj too, fellow Canadian, uh, Congra, which I made a friend of in the UK. So speaking to people in the UK for the first time, uh, I don't know there are so many guys, so many guys, and the fireman Ozilla throwing with them quite often for a while. I don't know. There are too many people. I can't. I can't name one. I just can't. I will just take your first answer then as your favorite and uh, write that down. So great. All right. The answer is not Slappy Pappy. <laughs> <laughs> that was his first answer. <laughs> well, it, it backfired, but not too much. I'm okay with it. Uh, Go car. Do you have a rival? And if so, uh, do you look forward to playing them? How do you plan to take them out? Hmm. A rival. I don't. I, I think uh, for the season in total E, it was gonna be uh, all my beer, three and me, pretty much. With all due respect to the other ones. Three. Do you, you call him? Do you call him Twa uh, based off the the way that you pronounce it? What was that? <laughs> Nothing. I was trying to make a joke that when you say the word the number three, you say tree. Oh yeah. Like an Irishman. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, we French Canadians have some trouble sometimes with the the H's in the in yeah. words. You know? Earlier, I thought you were talking shit on tree. You're like, but no, you're like just saying the number. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I thought like that. Um, these the, both these guys and me were were gonna fight, and that's pretty much what's happening. I took down all my beer for two, but three got me three or three three. Three got me for two, so I don't know. It's going to be a fight until the end, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but you're in, in a head right now, right? Yeah, I am. First place. Guys have a match. I think I have a match more played at yeah, this point. Yeah. I'm not sure. But no real enemies for sure, or rival or anything. It's, it's full of league oh, anyway, yeah. so. Oh, rival DJ, you're uh, sorry. Oh. Sorry, guys. The, the standings got brought up, and that was like the bat signal for me. Uh, yes, 
Gokart is in first place with 59 points. He does have six matches played. Tree and Hold My Beer have 43 and 42, respectively. They each have five matches played. Yeah, but even if they win all of their legs, right? That's what, 12 points? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They'd still be far behind. Gokart also has three pending bonus points. Uh, Hold My Beer has a couple. So don't get me wrong. Gokart should still be in first place after week six. Um, Yeah, but it's going to be close. Yeah, it's tight. Uh, so this question actually fell to Slappy, but I think uh, he probably should should not have to ask it. Um, <laughs> so uh, how was it beating Slappy's little bitch ass six to zero earlier this season? I mean, I I try to encourage him and get better and try something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure he'll get his game back someday, but just I don't know. It was yeah. fun. It was a good practice. Wait, oh wow, that's as disrespectful <laughs> as it gets. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it was during my, uh, first week of once again, because I do it every week. Um, (laughs) so I have this excuse every week of, uh, trying, (laughs) uh, trying out a new grip. Um, so, uh, so we'll chalk it up to that. Um, but, uh, yeah, congratulations. Let's move on. Well, that's all we've got, unless we want to go over that last question a couple more times, but in different <laughs> angles. DJ, was there I'm, anything you wanted to ask Gokare? Uh, yes, Gokare. Uh, one, uh, sort of like a, uh interview, um, errors and omissions. I just want to go back to something that you said. Um, I know that what you meant when you said it was uh, like sort of the brown nosing um, concept. Ass kissing. But you said yeah, yeah. licking your ass. And so what I really would like to know is, do you want to lick Risk Rascal's ass? And can you also translate that to French? Uh, first answer. Before is, you answer, yeah. I have a bidet. So that might change. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that, that changes things. So we've got that... affirmative for the first part, it seems like. No, it's it's a big maybe. I don't know. It it would depend on the alcohol level and yeah, and and how long the bidet has been used before. You know, because that is that's a great fair. question. I'm known for the length of my bidet use. <laughs> 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 I just set that thing going and start to read a chapter or two of my book. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And <laughs> to answer DJ's number, there's a second question. <laughs> About a tra- translation, um, to lick an ass would be licher un cul. Oh, so good. Licher un cul? Yeah, licher un cul. And if you would like to, to lick my ass, you would. Tu, va, tu devrais licher mon cul. <laughs> That's going to come That's in so handy. good. Great. Uh, so, Slappy, uh, we will be editing that part out and sending that to his employer on Monday morning. Uh, <laughs> Stop. We can do. We can couch. do both. <laughs> hey, uh, can we can we please ask uh, Gokart to do the uh, headers next season in French? Oh my god! One hundred percent. I'm down with it. Ready to go. Yes. Uh, I do. I do have one more question. This is yep. actually this is the one question I did want to ask you. Um, who's your pick to win 2022 F1 season? Oh man, that's way too early. Well, who you, you back in preseason? My my prediction was even before practice 
went on, I think this is the year Lewis going to win his eighth title. I'm pretty sure it is. All right. Well, we will uh, check in in November and we'll yeah. see how we do. Perfect. Amazing. Go care. Is there anything you would like to say before uh, we let you go? It's been so much fun having you on the podcast uh, from Slappy's Matrix yeah. voice to TJ's uh, inappropriate but sensual questions. Yeah, man, the only thing I would add um, is I want to say hi to Raj and his wife's family and everyone in Ukraine. And we're throwing this tournament this weekend to get, to get some money in for, uh, to help these people. So, yeah, be there, guys. Be there and donate. All donations are good ones. And yeah, thinking about Ukraine and our buddies' family there. That's it. Be, be indeed, Molami. Yeah. Love you guys. Hey, thank, thank you, you so, so much, bro. Much. We'll be in touch about the headers for next season. Yeah, sure, man. I, I'm willing to do it. That would be fun. And other okay. things, uh, like like other things. Like after the. No- Maybe. Do you you have uh, any boudoir picks with your go kart? Oh God, no! But that's that's some kind of crazy ass ideas. I want to work on it. Rascal, Rascal, I think Rascal would really appreciate an eleven eleven by fourteen framed photo of that in his office (laughs) for research, for science, yeah, yeah, for research, of course. Go care. Thank you so much. <laughs> Great start. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's a full pleasure to have you here on the podcast. Uh, but hey, we, it doesn't have to end. Do you want to stay on? We could do. Uh, we could do. Who you got? You could do guest picks. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Just super awesome. Rascal, Slappy. One question: Who you got? All right, DJ. Let's uh, let's look at last week first. Okay, let's do week six. Okay, you read them off to me and I'll give you the scores. You got it, dude. Week six. Sweats versus Surge. Uh, five, five, tie, tie. Because <sighs> you're out. Damn shame. Hacksaw versus Deadhead. Uh, six, four, Deadhead. Oh, we both nailed it. Actually, one of us got it right, and the other one copied it. Slappy. Yeah. Oh, you son of a bitch. You know that was my Uh, Radar versus Rascal. We both got it wrong, because I lost. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Doughboy versus Barboy, the battle of the boys. Uh, 6-3 boy. Which boy? All right, we each get one point for that. Krim versus Dioffer. Uh, 5-3 Krim. I also guessed that right first, and someone copied me. That's some horse shit That's two in a row. Bro, I guessed the first one in each one. You know that's true. That's not true. We go back and forth. Yeah, and therefore... That I was the one who said deadhead. Deadhead. We were talking about Krim versus author, you slappy little bitch. You're the slutty little bitch. I tell you what. Fuck you, slappy, you little bitch. (laughs) <laughs> St. Rawberry versus Right Swan Versus who? Right Right is White Swan I'm secretly <laughs> racist okay, Understood 6-2 uh, to two, White Swan 
Oh, suck God. a dick, Slappy. The one thing we. Uh, Uncle Corky oh. versus Adnack. Four, three, Adnack. Well, we should get that right. One a pop. Scooter versus Triple T. Five, two, Triple T. All right, and then Beefy versus Mac. Oh, the old Beefy Mac depth. Bowl. Beefy Mac bowl? Yeah, because you would put it in a bowl. Right. Yeah. Yes. It was uh four to two. Beef easy. Wow. If only I hadn't followed Slappy with his dumb pick. Uh go kart versus my bowl my beer. Oh well, why don't you tell us what the final score was, Go Kart? Oh, never mind. He's just <laughs> I'm here. Sorry, sorry guys. I, I I think I, I won four two. Hey. Nice. That's another one that I picked, that was, right? Not that you are so full of shit. I swear to God. All right. So because of my picks, Slappy got ten points, but I got eleven points. So and I'm still who's the man now, season. Slappy? Mm, I'm still winning on this season. That's what you sound like when you talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. You're still winning go. until I don't update the spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Rascal does control the spreadsheet. Whoops, error. Oh, you lost all your points. Oh, no. Oh, boy, what a fascist podcast you're running. Hey, I'm anti-Ukraine. I mean, anti- Oops. Oh, Wow, anti-Russia. you first, the truth. Yeah, I only yeah. just donated up to $400 on Twitter. Sorry. Raise raise your hand if you're surprised. Right. <laughs> um, slap, Slappy, this is not a video podcast. They know. They get it. Uh, anyway, week seven. Week seven, who you got? Uh, we're going to do some guest picks with Go-Kart in here, too. So we're going to do a little snake draft, I guess. Um, we're going to start with Photo A, Congra versus left-hand hooligan, Rascal, who you got? Ooh, this is tough because I think Congra has the vid. Uh, and I don't know when this match will get played. But... I got to go hashtag team big body. I'm going lefty six to four. I'm going lefty seven to three. Wow. I am going five, five, tie, tie. Love it. Slappy. Go care. Hmm. I was going to say five, five, tie, tie too, because I just wanted to say five, five, tie, tie on the pod. You should do it. Just, just mirror Slappy's picks. It's hilarious. He gets so mad. All right. Five, five, tie, tie. It is. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, up next, the photo A match of the... Wait, did I really do this? Yes, the Nooch versus Alpine Stranger. Sorry, I had a brain. The Nooch versus Alpine Stranger. Uh, Go-kart, who you got? Hmm, I'll go the Nooch 6-4. I... We'll go Nooch 7-3. I will go a completely unique pick of Nooch 7-3. What a fucking cunt. <laughs> Unplot. Quel plot. All right, Quel moving plot. on to B. Doughboy versus Ozilla. Rascal, who you got? Wait, I never get to pick first? Yep, that's the way it works. Sorry, Slash. Wow, this is really cool. Middle guy. Slappy, oh. why? I mean, you could pick the same thing as Gokar if you want. 
No, it's Godzilla. Uh, we'll let Slappy guess first, because no, I'd rather die. I'd rather die than go first right now. <laughs> Just pick your little Slappy Pappy. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go Oz, uh, seven to two. How about this? We'll go back and forth the normal way. Go care. You'll just go last every time. I'll go Oz cool. seven to two. I'm fine with it. Gosh. Uh, go care. Uh, Doughboy versus Oz. Hmm. Oz seven to two. Nice. Love to see Smart it. pick. You love to see it. Real original, guys. Uh, Repat versus Cali Kid. Rascal, who you got? Ooh. I'm going to go Repat seven to two. I will go repat seven to two. You're such a, you're so unoriginal, bro. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, is that what you picked? Oh, I no, I, I picked. I, I changed it after you picked that because oh, I'm in control of the spreadsheet. <laughs> you changed it you to guys, whatever. You guys it will realize? Be. If you, you guys realize if you do this two weeks and eleven weeks, and that really kind of degrades your whole competition i'm winning i'm gonna i'm gonna scratch my way back one point at a time thank you very much dj strategy it's limit it's limiting my ability to lose is it yeah i pick (laughs) the same as you every time you're losing you're losing though yeah but if i i have one pick that's different so I'm, i'm going all in on lefty okay you also so you picked a tie, won? which gives me a very much statistical advantage for like, <laughs> the chances of it being a tie are much more slim than Lefty winning any of the uh, majority numbers. I'll stick to my story. Go card <laughs> toss out your pick. Repat versus Kelly. All right, thank yeah. you, Russell. Um, I'll go repat uh, six three. Bodle C Outlander versus the Jig. Slappy, who you got? I'm going to go uh, the Jig 5-3. to three. I'm going to go Outlander 5-3. to three. Go care. Hmm. I'm going to go... I'm going to tie you tie this one. 4-4. Four, 4-4 four. Four, 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 tie-tie. 4-4 tie-tie. Four, four, tie-tie. <laughs> uh, That's a new thing. White Swan versus DJ Mike Hugh. Oh, Rascal. Rascal. Uh, DJ's been slinging them Fletchettes. I'm going uh, DJ. Seven to one. I will go DJ six to two. And I will go DJ with the clean sweep. Wow. Uh, Talk about licking ass, eh? What? (laughs) Uh, say it in French. DJ, je veux licher ton cul. Wow. I'm not gay or Gorgeous. nothing, but it moved. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. Oh, mine did more than move. This is going to be 18 plus rating. It, it is, is every week. We're going to find out whether or not I let this whole podcast down or not. Uh, cleaner versus the Belgian. Photo D. Slappy. Who ya got? I am going to go... Uh, Cleaner four to three. We go Belgian four to three. Go care. Hmm. Not sure with this one, but I'll go cleaner five two. Hmm. 
Just Darty's, because he's, he's surprising me to see them. Uh, Darty South and Uncle Corky, the dear friends, Rascal, who you got? I'm going Darty, piece up, A-Town down, five, no, four to two. I am going to go Darty. <laughs> Rascal already wrote in that I was doing it four to two, uh, but I'll actually do Darty uh, five to one. Go care. Are we in, in the full D right now with seven legs? Yeah. Yes. We. Way. All right. So you gotta gotta get get back to it then, because both of you mentioned four two and five one, so that's six legs. Thank you. Merci beaucoup. It's, it's you would think that our uh, producer producer's been drinking and smoking. Did you pick Corky or Dart? You picked Darty. I sure did. Uh, okay, did you say who you picked for Darty, Corky? Not yet. I'll pick Darty um, 4-3. Not yet. I had to correct you all assholes first for not being able to count. Jesus, these guys. <laughs> moving, on, moving on to photo E where they pay six legs per match. They pay? They pay. They pay, you to, pay play. to play. baby. That's that's the photo E life. Slappy Pappy versus Wolverine. Slappy, who do you got? You got to make me bet on myself. Well, when I bet that I would tie uh, last time, uh, I lost 6 nothing. Uh, I don't remember to who. They were a real unmemorable character. But um, I will... Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I will say... Uh, slappy four to two. I will say not that. Yeah, you're smart. Wolverine four to two. <laughs> yeah, I got to do it. Three three tie tie. I love it. Love to see it. If I was uh, picking a rich man on that, on that match, yes. Da 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 da. I would pick Wolverine six zero. Purely, wow. purely. To motivate Slappy Pappy into shutting me the fuck up. Well, but it doesn't work if you say the motivation. Now I'm just like, all right, people feel like they need to motivate me. Now I'm, now I'm in your <laughs> mode. Thanks for motivating me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to send Slappy your quotes all week. Uh, All right, Tree versus Law. Tree versus the Law Rascal, who you got? Slappy Pappy here again. Discord shut down on us and we lost a bit of audio. Sorry about that. I'm uh, going the first of this season. And the best one ever. That's and the first French-Canadian one. Absolute that is undeniable. Absolutely. Yeah, just, I'm just writing history. You sure are. And doing Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the Photo Weekly this week. I'm your host, Red Rascal. And I'm Slappy Pappy. And I'm DJ Mike Hughes. And I'm Goka. And now it's time for Errors and Omissions, also known as DJ's Basement. All right, Photo B, you guys heard all my shit talk, and you decided to show up, and I got to give you props for that. So let's keep that going. Let's finish strong. I like to see it. 
Um, in today's episode, Rascal saying couldn't have happened to a nicer person. Uh, that there wasn't a double negative because it wasn't couldn't not have happened to a nicer person, which is probably what he wanted to say or what he thought he said. But anyway, he loses that argument. Um, Rascal, he's updating the line right now to Rascal very sexy, right? Yes. And, um, and then also when Rascal was reading the segment um, about uh, Chud and uh, taking off, he said, as he kicked off, I, I, I don't really know how he misread took off as kicked off, but he did. And if I were him, I would edit the sheet to say took off his clothes. Um, and that's it. Bro, sometimes you're going to get editorialized, right, baby? Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the Photo Weekly Podcast with Red Rascal and Slappy Pappy. Be sure to tune in for Darts Night on Twitch, Tuesdays through Thursdays on www.twitch.tv slash F-O Dart League at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Any and all opinions expressed here are solely those of the hosts and do not represent the views of the first online Dart League, particularly since I'm assuming they were made under the influence of alcohol. Please drink responsibly. Any and all questions can be directed to the law. Again, this has been the Photo Weekly Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. See you!